The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, November 1st. On today's show... Because of the combined, the savings we've had in certain areas, we were able to do this with, uh, with a minimal increase uh, in, in rates. Tanchamar Treasurer Michael Beale presented the town's proposed utility budget last week. We listen in on the plans for a 6.7% increase in rates for customers in both Sackville and Dorchester. That's coming up right after some news and information briefs. EOS Eco Energy Executive Director Amanda Marlin is stepping down and taking on a new role with Climb Atlantic as the new Climate Change Adaptation Learning and Training Coordinator. Climb Atlantic is one of four regional climate hubs across the country designed to coordinate and disseminate information on climate resiliency and is led by former Sackville Town Councillor Sabina Dietz. An email from EOS says Marlin will start her new position in mid-November and she will be working with communities across the Atlantic region to build capacity for climate adaptation. Taking over for Marlin as Executive Director of EOS is Brittany Cormier. For the past year, Cormier has worked as Climate Change Coordinator for the Town of Tanchamar and also led watershed monitoring and climate change adaptation projects for EOS. Cormier's new EOS role means the organization now has an opening for a new Climate Change and Sustainability Projects Coordinator. A posting for that job is up now on the EOS website. The deadline to apply is Monday, November 13th. Five Mount Allison students recently earned first prize at the Science Atlantic Conference held at UPEI this fall. Akanksha Kendawaha, Logan Pipes, Hayden Walker, Sawyer Stanley, and Heather McTavish all earned first place in various categories in the Mathematics, Statistics, and Computer Science Conference. Kendwaha's research looked at the ethical implications of using artificial intelligence in healthcare, and McTavish gave a talk on the use of historical flu data to estimate the effectiveness of interventions like social distancing and masking on disease spread. Undergraduate students from across Atlantic Canada participate in the annual conference, which aims to facilitate better interaction between members of the academic, research, and industrial community in the region. Now for today's main story. It's budget season in Tanchamar, and it kicked off last week with Treasurer Michael Beale presenting at a special council meeting and continuing at another special meeting today at 3 p.m. at Sackville Town Hall. We're almost a full year into the first council of Tanchamar, um, and uh, so this is a kind of, we have been operating on a budget, of course, uh, for 2023 that had been approved by the province. Um, so this is our first opportunity to uh, to be involved in the budget, pro- budget process from uh, both staff level uh, and a council level. Beal told council that the goal of the budgeting process is to sustain the services the town offers without cutbacks. Our number one goal throughout a budget process is to maintain the existing services uh, that we have at the same level of service without reducing reducing those services. So that's that's always been our number one goal in the budget process. Uh, we issue recommendations for the coming year for operating budgets and then recommendations for the coming year for capital budgets. Then final approval by council 
uh, by council resolution, uh, total revenue and expenditures for general and utility, setting of tax rates, which is now for five, for five sub-entities, uh, setting of the water and sewer rates, and a breakdown of the capital projects. Last week's kickoff featured the draft utility budget for Tanchamar. The costs to run Sackville and Dorchester water and sewer services are separate from the town's general operating budget. Both services are funded by utility bill payments in Sackville according to metered water use and in Dorchester with a flat sewer and water rate. For both the village and the town, Beale is proposing a 6.7% increase in those fees for 2024. That's just shy of the increase that Beale has calculated as the revenue needed to cover budgeting, budgeted spending in 2024. So this is where we get to the revenue needed through rates. In 2023, we needed 1924849 In 2024, we'll need $2,063,214,000. That's an increase of $138,365 and a overall increase of 7.19%. Costs are going up, but there's also some savings to be had. Thanks to the amalgamation of Sackville and Dorchester, the new municipality will save about $72,000 in admin costs in 2024. Now that reduction is specifically made up uh, as a result of the amalgamation. Um, so administration, um, prior to amalgamation, when we submitted the budgets, we had uh, we had administration costs in Dorchester, we had administration costs in Sackville, because we had to do our own things. So combining the utility budget, of course, uh, we've been able to reduce our administration costs within the budget. That savings on administration is balanced out with another cost increase for water services in Dorchester. In August, Council approved a move to hire Veolia Water Technologies to run the Dorchester Water Treatment Plant, in addition to Sackville's. Before that, the treatment plant was operated by one public works staff person, while provincial regulations required two qualified operators. The Global Water Services Company is also on contract for Sackville and Moncton. Beale told Council that the change largely accounted for an increase in water services cost of about $110,000. That is the move to Veolia, and when we, we, when we evaluated the Veolia and them taking over the treatment plant, which took place a couple months ago, um, we looked at how can we fund this in the utility without increasing rates. So you've seen throughout the discussion, we did it as a reallocation of funds within the overall Tantramar utility budget, where this, this uh, line item significantly increases, administration decreased. Um, if we had not have joined the utilities of Tantramar and Sackville together, the administration savings would not have been there. And in a case of you wanted uh, that, say, a, a, a Veolia came in to look after the treatment plant, it would have resulted in a straight rate increase for the, those in Dorchester. But because of the combined, the savings we've had in certain areas, we were able to do this with, uh, with a minimal increase uh, in, in rates. If approved, both Sackville and Dorchester water customers could see a rate increase of about 6.7%, but it will break down differently for users on either system. Beale gave Council a snapshot of the increase in minimum charges for Sackville water customers, which applies to about 38 to 46% of customers. In 2024, the minimum water charge in Sackville will go up by $36 to $579 annually. Most users will pay more than that, according to how much water they use. In Dorchester, where there are flat rates for water and sewer, roughly 200 customers will see an increase of nearly $48 to a combined flat charge of $763 per year. 
Beale told council that the discussion of whether or not to change the flat rate system in Dorchester to a metered system will likely happen sometime in the coming years. At some point in time, the council may wish to uh, have conversations and it would have to be an evaluation process whether Tantramar wants to be a fully metered system or not. Um, we're not, uh, we're not, there's no money in the budget to do that in 2024, but it would have to be a discussion if the agreement was that we wanted to move to a completely fully meter system for Tanchmer, then we would have to look at a, at a, at a, uh, at a plan to, plan to do so. Um, but Dorchester was flat rates and uh, Sackville customers were all metered. Beale also showed councillors the breakdown of where the combined Dorchester and Sackville utility budget of $2.7 million gets spent. Admin costs account for 14% of the utility expenses for 2024. A higher portion, about 20%, goes to paying off debts. Another 12% goes towards a savings plan to reserve for future projects. 5% goes to engineering costs, and the rest, 49%, goes to actual sewer and water operations. Water services, including distribution and treatment, are the most expensive, taking 35% of the budget, leaving 14% spent on sewer services. Sackville has had an ambitious savings plan, or utility reserve fund, in anticipation of a project needed to upgrade the town's central sewage lagoons. In 2024, Beale is suggesting the town sock away another $320,000, an amount that would bump the fund up to $1.58 million. We initiated uh, uh, eight years ago now a sewer treatment charge, and that's where we were increasing uh, charging for sewage treatment. Uh, we were putting that money, $40,000 in new revenue every year. Uh, as you can see, when, it, when the rates were approved in 2021, it was at 200, and it would go to 240, 280, 320, 360, and 400. That money is being put in through resolution of council every year into the utility capital reserve fund. Uh, because uh, right now we don't have a firm estimate, but lagoon upgrades for the main lagoon will be anywhere from five to ten million dollars. So even if we got infrastructure funding uh, that paid for, we'll say a third of nine million, that would still have been three million dollars on the taxpayers, and a debt payment cost of three to four hundred thousand dollars would have res- would have resulted in a fifty percent increase in rates in one year. So what we began eight years ago was to slowly increase the rates, put that money away. When we get the infrastructure funding for the sewage lagoon, our first thing we would use would be our reserve fund money, less borrowing, and we would be able to fund it. Beal told council that the town is in the awkward phase of knowing it has a major project that will require federal or provincial help, but it can't apply for funding until design and engineering work is done to make the project shovel-ready. And the town's utility reserve fund may have to cover 100% of those initial costs, which could be something that starts in 2024. At some point, we're going to need to begin the design of what our lagoon is going to need to look like. And if we if we decide to do so in 2024, this is the money that we would have to use uh, in order to do so. And it would, re- it would result in a reduced uh, deposit into our reserve fund in, in, in the year 2024. Starting in 2025, Beale said town, the town will also need to start putting away money for a Dorchester lift station upgrade. Today at Sackville Town Hall, Beale will move on to presenting the town's overall operating capital budgets. The meeting starts at 3 p.m. and will be live-streamed. Tune in to CHMA for coverage later this week. 
That's it for Tanchamar Report for Wednesday, November 1st. You can hear the show and read community news at chmafm.com. In light of the continuing Facebook ban on Canadian news outlets, help us spread the word about CHMA's work by sharing stories via email or just telling your friends and family to check out CHMA 106.9 FM or chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Herb Spence, and you're listening to CHMA. And now the weather. Today, increasing cloudiness early this morning. Wind up to 15 kilometers an hour. High plus 2. Wind chill minus 10 earlier this morning. UV index 2 or low. Tonight, cloudy with 60% chance of rain showers or flurries this evening. Clearing overnight. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour gusting to 40. Low minus 5. Wind chill minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow, Thursday, sunny. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour gusting to 40, becoming west 20 in the morning. High plus 3. Wind chill minus 12 in the morning. UV index 2 or low. Tomorrow night, clear, low minus 4. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers, high of 8. Friday night, cloudy periods, low of 7. Alright, hello and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA. That was your Tantramar Report with Erica Butler and your Top of the Hour Weather with Onver. Happy November 1st! I hope you all had a lovely Halloween, whatever you ended up doing. I am your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Voice of the Marshes. The time is 9.14 a.m. And what a perfect time it is for a few short local announcements before we get into some wonderful tunes this beautiful Wednesday morning. It is a bit cloudy, but it's still beautiful, nonetheless. All right, local announcements. This Saturday, November 4th, the Sackville's Farmer, the Sackville Farmer's Market is moving to its winter location, where it will remain until May. Every Saturday between 9 a.m. and noon, you can head down to 18 Lorne Street in the Sackville Commons to support local food vendors, artisans, and community organizations. For more information, please check out sackvillefarmersmarket.ca. Second announcement. Every Thursday at 7.30 p.m., head to the Amherst Theater for the Sackville Film Society's weekly screening. Tickets are $10 and are available at the box office. This week's film is Past Lives, directed by Celine Song. So, in the film, Nora and Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are wrestled apart after Nora's family immigrates from South Korea. Two decades later, they are reunited in New York for one fateful week as they confront notions of destiny, love, and the choices that make a life in this heartrending modern romance. For more information, please head to SackvilleFilmSociety.com. So you'll want to check that out tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. at the Amherst Theatre. All right. Let's do one more local announcement for, and then, uh, then get back to the music. So... CHMA 
we, we over at CHMA, I, uh, will be hosting a CD sale during the regular drop-in information hours on Saturday, November 4th from 1 to 3 p.m. So after the farmer's market, you can head on up to CHMA, see what kind of kind of cds we have have for sale so stop by the chma headquarters on the third floor of the mount allison student center and see what awesome cds chma merch and equipment we have for sale staff will also be available to show you around answer any questions you might have about radio podcasting audio production or getting involved with your local community and campus radio station all right i hope to see you there it's going to be a fun time up next for your listening pleasure we have Moon River with their song, Midnight at the Garden Hotel.
Wings, the Women's International News Gathering Service, is an all-woman independent radio production company that produces and distributes news and current affairs programs by and about women around the world. Wings airs every Wednesday at 10 a.m., so be sure to stay tuned into CHMA 106.9 FM, the voice of the marshes. Welcome back to the Late Morning Show on CHMA. You just listened to If You Care from the album of the same name by Postmodern Connection. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. The time is 923 And I will be with you this brisk Wednesday morning until the clock strikes 10 when we will have another episode of Wings come on for your enjoyment. 
Let's take a sweet music break and be back with a little weather update on this, the first day in the month of November. So, for that sweet music break, we have Coleslaw by Los Duendes. Thank you. 